different slight view of that entrance into Jerusalem. I'm sure many of you, if, if I asked you to recite that story, it would be no problem. You've probably heard it for every Palm Sunday that you've been at church for, for how many years you've been. Jesus, with his disciples, they, they get a donkey and Jesus rides into Jerusalem and people throw their palm leaves and they throw their cloaks on the ground and everyone shouts, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We know that, don't we? We know that. But I want us to just take a slightly different angle on that today, which is why uh, Betty read from that, that verse in Peter. You see, this book, uh, 1 Peter, was written to churches who were being persecuted in Asia Minor, uh, rather than Asia Major, but Asia Minor. And people were living lives, as we've seen in the readings today, that were not honouring of God. And it's written to them, saying, whatever you do, do for God. Do for God's glory. So when you don't join in with all the drunkenness, orgies and debauchery, when you serve and love and care, do it for the glory of God. Paul, can you just put up that slide? We've been following this theme, haven't we? Acts of love, acts of grace. Is there anything of acts of service? You see, Jesus riding that donkey into town is one of the greatest acts of service that you will probably find in the Bible. One of the greatest moments where Jesus puts all other things aside and says, it's for God's glory. Jesus Christ showing the ultimate servanthood. We were talking in the in the vestry or in the office this morning, saying um, those who shouted Hosanna didn't know what we know. They don't know the story. Easter is one of those amazing moments where we all live in denial. We don't know what's coming next. Uh, we think, oh, it's a surprise that Jesus rises again. But we know the full and complete story of what Christ has done up to this moment in history. Those who were there on that day did not know. They shouted Hosanna, thinking here was the king coming to serve them in a way that they would lead to glorious battle, glorious triumphant. And Jesus knew what was happening. And still he rode on that donkey. It was slightly embarrassing, I imagine, for anybody else to be riding on a donkey. Not a horse, not a state of power, but a donkey. Like turning up to an important party when an old Skoda has fallen apart. Jesus rides, knowing that he was serving the Father, that it wasn't about his glory. It is about the glory of the Father. Jesus had been on a journey all his life from birth. And we read through scripture, don't we, the journey that Christ had been on to make, get to this moment. Christ growing in understanding of his calling, of what God was asking of him. 
And it's this cost of serving. Cost of serving. Cost of service. That speaks so, so amazingly into today's reading or today's understanding of Palm Sunday. We still have the garden to go on Thursday evening where Jesus says, if it's not your will, take this cup from me. But the cost that Christ knew as he rode on that donkey, as everyone else shouted around him, yes, Jesus, Hosanna, this is it, brilliant. Jesus knew inside that this was costly. This act of service was leading to death on a cross. <laughs> Laying down his love. Laying down his wants. You know, it probably would be easy just to jump off that donkey and run in the opposite direction. Go into hunger. This act of service as he rode a donkey through Jerusalem. This act of service for others to be built up. For others to be shown the kingdom of God. You know, this whole whole understanding of Jesus here on earth, there's a cost of service. He laid down his heavenly riches. He laid down being there at the right hand of the Father to come and to show us a better and a deeper relationship with God the Father. Christ's cost, not just an earthly one of death that we will explore this week, but a heavenly one of laying down all those titles, all that heavenly abundance, to serve his Father and to show us God loves us, that God cares. You know, and if we serve God, then as Jesus does this journey, we learn that we must decrease. We must get out of the way of what God is doing. Jesus Christ laid his life down so that God could show the fullness of his love. And yes, Christ and God and the Spirit are one. But in that moment, God laid down and said, you need to know the heart of my Father. And as we serve, we must decrease and God must increase. If we are serving in some capacity, and it all becomes about us. It becomes about the church. It becomes about how good we are, how good I am, and we have missed the point. We have missed the point. And Palm Sunday demonstrates that beautifully. Jesus wrote <coughs> a donkey and ass, a fool. It would be a Shakespeare page. The donkey's a fool, isn't it? The butt of the jokes. On that butt of the joke rode the king of kings. He decreased himself so that others may see the glory of God. It's not for our fame. And that's the danger when we get into church, isn't it? 
It's all about me. It's all about wanting people to know the name of Saltash Baptist Church. It's about people wanting to come and uh, and come and worship here. You know, one of the one of the lessons that just God taught us, I think, just a, a year or so ago, was when we did our first anthem here. You know, there are people that came from other churches, and we invested time into those people. We invested, uh, you know, energy, money, time, prayer. And then they went back to their churches and served there. And some people might, and they didn't, but some people might think, well, what's the point? Now, we've invested time in you. Come here, come on. God's not saying that. It's about kingdom. Building the kingdom of God. Serving the kingdom of God. Why we serve and why we use our talents. We had a fascinating conversation in the car yesterday. Uh, Joe was starting the Parkland family band. Um, he was telling us what he'd written a song um, that is from like, My Name is Yo, I'd Like to Go. And I think that's the lyrics that he wrote. I'm being with Joe. Right, so that's the lyrics. And in the car, Joe was telling us what parts we could all play. Uh, Joe's running the trombone at school, and all I'm saying is after yesterday's practice, I'm pretty glad we're not paying for that. Um, <laughs> Joe's going to pay you. And then also we've got into this bit where then we can go on Britain's Got Talent as a family. <laughs> and, um, and, and do what we want. And it's interesting, even in that moment, I started to talk to Joe about, about how we use our gifts that God's given us. Maybe we could, maybe we could go and try it out in church first, eh? Maybe <laughs> Maybe, maybe we could use our talents, our gifts, not to go and, <coughs> and, and win 250,000 and be shouted down by Simon Cowell and, and aim to get a record deal. You know, it's, it's a difficult place. I was watching The Voice last night. And when you hear these words, you're going to be a star. You're going to be amazing. The trouble is it's a false boomer. Because you may not be a star. You may, after you've had your five minutes of fame on TV, go back to your ordinary job. And in one sense, we, we've got to get out of this fame attitude. The gifts God has given us, yes, we can bless others with, but first and foremost, our call is to serve the one who has given us those gifts. Is to serve God. To use our God-given talents. Service is not just doing something. It's doing it for God. Doesn't necessarily have to be in a church situation. But God's given me these talents within my work life, and I am going to serve God in my work life. God's given me these gifts of music. I'm going to serve them in the church. God's using me these gifts of hospitality. I'm going to open up my home to, to people, and, and it may not be church-related, but I'm going to welcome them. And I'm going to welcome them as if I was Christ, welcoming lost sheep. That's the call of service, putting down our own desires. And saying to God, what is it you are called? How do we show the world these acts of service? How do people not just think, oh, there's those goody two shoe Christians? <laughs> yeah, they're going to do something nice and then they're going to go back to their church and then we won't see them for another year. How do we 
in God of that. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along the life's power as well. <coughs> How do we show the world that we serve a risen Saviour and we serve not because we want to get something out of it, because we believe God calls us. I remember uh, the noise, I don't know if it came down before, several years ago now, the noise. And it was about going around and serving people and saying, let me do your garden for you. Let, let us tidy your garden. <coughs> on the estate that I grew up with, with Michelle and the estate, it was a rough place. And people's gardens were like second-hand shops, really, to be honest. Um, and a few of us went around and said, let us serve you. And the criticism is, is why do we do it? Do, it because, do we do it because we think they want to go, oh, they're nice, those Christians. Let's go along on a Sunday and see what we're about. Or do we do it because we just want to bless people? And say, God's given me the ability to come and tidy up to do something. Let me do it for the glory of God. You know, this week we've, we've got an invitation. We've got an invitation to a journey. The problem is, and forgive me for saying this, is if this is just because of the way things are what's going to happen. That you turn up this Sunday and uh, we, we celebrate singing Hosanna. And then if you turn up next Sunday, you join us as we say, He's risen, hallelujah. But we haven't gone through the journey of the world. The depths of Monday, Thursday, where we remember Jesus with his disciples on that last night. The depths of Good Friday, where we remember Jesus hung on a tree. We do all this knowing, of course, that Sunday's coming. In our heads, we still rejoice because actually we know it's okay. But sometimes we have to journey to those moments. Saturday, when nothing happens, it's a deep place. And then the joy of Easter Sunday. It's this journey that Christ asks us to go on. To journey together. And I pray this week as we take that journey that maybe we might start to see the way in which we can serve. Serve the one who in his ultimate act of service laid down his own desires and wants and journeyed to the cross. What is God calling of us to serve? How can we use our God-given talents that we have to honour and to show love to the one who has given us those gifts? Will you allow me just to share some possibilities in the life of this church? One way is our toddler group on the Friday morning. I was to say that we're in danger of having to shut that soon because of the amount of staff that we have. And different reasons and different situations that people are no longer concerned which we completely understand. But we're running a bare bones operation at the moment with uh, people who are every week here. And we just need to find ways in which maybe one or two others could say, I'm happy to come and support. To minister to those mums and dads. It's not mums and toddlers, it's a mums, dads and toddlers. It's very important to talk 
show them the love of Christ. It's a privilege just for to hang out the Easter books. To remind them of the true meaning of Easter. Is that somewhere that God is calling you to serve in your life in this church? You might think, well, that's not me. That shall we want to be. But just remember, maybe God is calling you to lay down your wants and needs and asking him to serve. What about here for you on a Monday morning? Between 10.30 and 1.30, that's going to be out in the foyer area. There are still some people need on the 30th of April, the 9th of April, and one other potential on the 26th of March as well. You might think, oh, goodness me, I can't, I can't do that. It just seems you know, beyond me. But maybe God is asking you to lay down what you think. How is God asking us to serve? Prayer station. I haven't spoken to Marvel and Joe. I don't know how yesterday went. There's quite a few... Uh, uh, prayer and person. Some way that God is calling, asking us to serve. Catering, teas and coffees, cooking meals for Alpha when we start to baptism. Is God asking you to come on a Monday morning and pray with us? Is God asking you to do something else within your own life that's not attached to church? <coughs> it's not about the things going on in church. Of course, I'm going to promote them. It is about our own lives. How can we give back to God what He has given to us? But as we journey through this week, the reminder is in there. In all we do, we do all things to serve Christ. Everything we do, as the song says, we do it for you. We do it for that's our call, to serve, to show the world that we serve with no ulterior motive, and that's different for that we serve with no ulterior motive, but to say, all glory, praise and honour be to the one who in his act of service laid down his very life.